There is treasure in and beyond your pain. What you seek is seeking you, beloved. To feel, transmute and alchemize pain is your power. And this power is within you right now. If you'll only give yourself permission to access it. To tune in to the truth of who you are. To allow the healing of your soul. Self-healer. Rise. Hi beautiful beings, welcome back to Beautifully Empowered. It's good to be back. I say that pretty much almost every week, but there are times when I don't really release a podcast because I don't have a pre-recorded one to release or I don't feel like there's anything to say, so I'm not going to um, dishonor my listeners by just releasing something something for the sake of releasing it. So today, I really want to come back to talking about or really trying to understand and share with you further my thoughts on, um, or at least my reflections on anxiety. And I think that with it being the new moon in Scorpio tomorrow, which I think I'm releasing this Monday. So it was yesterday, if you're releasing the, sorry, if you're listening to this on Monday. And I basically posted an Instagram post about the new moon in Scorpio. And I made a, um, a point of, um, the meaning or the root meaning of the word crisis actually meaning return to mother. Now this is something that I heard somebody else say and I looked it up and I was really intrigued by that because it's really interesting when um, whenever you're experiencing anxiety it's kind of like you get caught up in the feeling of it but don't actually recognize that the feeling itself wants to be felt and even though we're caught up in the feeling of it, we're not actually in the the experience of it, if that makes any sense. And I think I've said this before, in that especially in my in my experience, um coming from um somebody that has experienced severe childhood trauma and that, you know, I am somebody that is that has chosen to self heal and, you know, my personal path is that I've chosen not to take medication. And I think that, you know, obviously I've said this before that everybody is on their own path and people do choose, um, whether medications for them and I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. That's why I don't really, um, talk too much about that. But I found it really interesting that when we look at the power of a an individual that is able to truly take a moment to just close your eyes for a moment and to just literally go within yourself. Because I was mentioning in my Instagram post that, you know, many beings don't actually return to themselves um, unless there is a time of crisis. And crisis also referring to change something needs to be done we can't go further and if you look at the way that the world system is and the way that the educational system is things can't go on forever like that and I always think to myself you know as the world is changing um I always think to myself it's like being in a narcissistic relationship because we have this narcissistic relationship with our government I mean that's if you're still giving them your power in a sense um and it's interesting that when a world system changes, you still want to have 
your third eye open, you still want to be observant um, of what's actually happening within you as your physical eyes are actually um, taking in um, these visual illusions and your energy field is taking in this energy. And in the same sense that when you leave a narcissistic relationship or an abusive relationship, whether that be physical or emotional, you don't then dive into the next relationship with your arms wide open and your heart wide open. Obviously, you guard your heart. And I think it's 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 the same thing when we go through crisis or when we go through a, a sudden change. It's really important to be able to literally go within ourselves to decipher and discern for ourselves as individuals what course of action we want to take in the steps moving forward with our lives. And I think this has been really interesting as I've been talking since I've started this podcast about the importance of really tuning into our inner child. And I think that's um, that was an amazing aspect, an amazing um, pivotal point um, in my healing journey when I really decided to reconnect with my inner child and reconnect to that part of myself that I punished for a very, very long time. Now, as a Cancerian, I have to say, I, I literally am always in touch with my inner child. And I, I guess the way that I personally get in touch with my inner child um, is through poetry, um, writing music, composing music. That to me is, it's being one with myself. And in those moments of being one with myself, I don't experience those that tightness of anxiety and um it's not to say that like I don't want to experience anxiety or I create in order to not experience an anxiety but being in the present moment with self being in the present moment with creativity you're automatically with yourself and you're not resisting what is and what is is you you are existence it's not just that you exist everything is now um you are one with everything and one one with life. And I think coming back to anxiety, and I know there's going to be a lot of people, not just in relation to what's happening in the world right now, um, but in just your own individual personal life, that anxiety I've learned, and this is not just something I've read and I've come to understand it and understand it and decided to agree with it on a cognitive, you know, cognitively. But I literally do think that anxiety is a very beautiful beautiful if I'm going to call it even an experience or an emotion or a feeling because um, when you've spent so much of your life pushing it away you don't actually get to experience the rewards of fully embracing what anxiety is asking you to embrace which is to just feel the waves of emotions that want to rise through you the trauma that you've experienced in your childhood the trauma that you've experienced in your past relationships if we decide to hold on to the the saying and a lot of these sayings when you really think about them they're quite um they cause people to kind of be quite stunted in their evolution evolutionary process it's it's kind of like well time heals and it's kind of like well what actually heals is actually 
not just moving on from one relationship and moving straight to another and then just assuming that with time you're going to heal. Maybe to a certain extent that that's true. I'm only speaking from my stream of consciousness. So whatever I say, it doesn't mean that it's true. It just means that that's just how I'm perceiving it. But I think that what's really important in even just allowing ourselves to really recognize anxiety for what it is, is to really see that sometimes we need to realize that healing needs attention. Healing is not something that we constantly have to do every day. Like I've said this before, that you want to just be able to live and laugh and smile and create because you are a creator, a divine creator. So recognizing that anxiety isn't your enemy. And, you know, I'll share a personal experience here that just a couple of days ago, I had a huge wave of anxiety that I woke up with and I had no idea, um, at least mentally, where this came from. It was just a horrible feeling of, okay, I want this to go away. And I was just like, I really do not want to start the day dealing with this because I know it's going to last all day. And I know I'm, I'm going to have to put up with this anxiety all day and I just want it to go away. Like, I just don't understand why I've woke up, woken up with such anxiety. Now, I have a particular routine where I do, and I've done this since I was very young, specifically because I was Christian and obviously... Um, a part of our religious upbringing was to start the day with God anyway. So I've always had that routine of making sure I'm connected to God or connected to self, whatever way, whatever way you want to kind of put that. But I've always had that routine there and I just didn't, you know, couldn't understand why I woke up with such anxiety. And so if you ever wake up with anxiety and you're just like, oh my God, like what am I actually experiencing? I really don't know. It, it, there's a tendency to kind of get stuck in your thoughts of what's actually going on. Like, I, I just don't understand what's going on until you actually close your eyes and actually go within the center of your heart, as opposed to being in your mind and getting caught up with all these, these, um, perceptions of what's happening and what could happen and what if and what not. If you just enter into the stillness of your own heart, which is your being, your heart or your inner child will reveal to you what it is that you're either suppressing or what it is that wants to rise up. Say, for example, you know, somebody, and this is really minor, but I guess it, it could act as a trigger. If somebody really upset you on a particular day and you just kind of brushed it off and it triggered a childhood um, wound, it triggered a childhood wound of abandonment, it could be anything relating to you as the individual listener then if you just push that to to the side that can easily then build up as energy and that's how I've been experiencing anxiety as I truly see it now as energy and it's that surge of energy that is trying to flow out of the body it's trying to flow upward through the body and what we're doing is we're not allowing it to flow we're resisting it we're pushing it away therefore it stays in the lower chakras and so what I do is um and I highly recommend this for anybody that does experience anxiety is to really not only ground you know I'm a huge advocate of grounding earthing mm, amazing um because Gaia truly is free healthcare. She is truly, in my experience again, the most amazing living being, as we are too, obviously. Um, and 
I the one of the first things I do is I literally ground myself and I'm telling you after 10 minutes I feel replenished beloveds immediately and what happens is the the earth mother she is literally draining all of those free radicals and the inflammation that's circulating the body and is draining it through the soles of my feet she truly is amazing and it really without even having to explain it I'm literally just in my mind revisiting that experience this week where I just was barefoot on wet grass and it was just incredible because I know that the benefits I think are more potent if the grass is actually wet and you can do this on concrete sand grass um and I think that for me at that point it was um it was interesting that I had actually neglected myself and when I say neglected myself I was feeling a particular emotion about something and I didn't want to acknowledge it. Because I didn't want to acknowledge it, um, it began to build up as this stuck energy that, you know, everything is energy. So those thoughts and those feelings, where do we think they're going to end up if we don't address them? They get stored somewhere, right? So even though I grounded myself, I felt amazing. I felt absolutely amazing. I still felt that I needed to do something and I was really agitated. I was like, okay, I'm going to go for a walk. I was like, okay, I don't understand. I'm going for a walk. I'm still agitated. Like I feel like 70% better. Yeah. But there's still something wrong. And even in that, the way that I perceived my being as being something wrong, I was like, okay, surely I need to change that. And I was just like, Amy, how many, how many hours do you spend teaching people how to meditate? How long have you done that? How many hours a day do you spend meditating and you still get to this point where you're resisting your own being and having like panic attacks? And I think a lot of this is not to do with um, my current life. It's a lot of it is to do with actual childhood trauma that I've only just started to address in the past three years. So that I still have a lot of inner work to do. And the only reason I share what I share is because I'm sharing my personal journey and I know what's worked for me and I know what will work for others or what could work for others if they applied uh, the tools that I use is because, you know, because obviously it's worked for me, then I know it worked for others. And I know that I'm the benefit to society if I'm sharing what's tangible as opposed to just being like, okay, just go and med meditate and this will work for you. Yeah, but are you going to see results? Now, I do see results. And I think that if you're going through any experiences or even now where you just feel stuck and tense, and I know I've, you know, I've obviously um, shared this on many occasions before, but it's all about just giving yourself permission again, just giving, I'm almost here just to remind you again, because um, I constantly need reminding that you are here and you exist, and you are existence, and you're worthy, and you're beautiful, and you are, uh, you are alive, like, just literally put your hand in front of your face, just if you want to do that, now you can do, if you don't want to, that's fine, just literally put your hand, because this will really help you, in front of your face, gaze at your palms, really gaze, 
and really see that you're alive. Like, it's... <laughs> it's amazing. It's incredible. It's to, to, to be like, oh my god, I'm, I'm, I'm the spark of life. I'm, I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. And being able to sit with your heart and being able to just ask yourself... And it's not necessarily necessarily an asking for, from the ego mind. It's not necessarily an asking from the mind. It's, it's kind of like, okay, heart, what are you saying to me? And your heart will, will reveal to you everything you need to know. Your heart is not saying you're wrong and your heart is not saying you're right. Your heart is just saying, I'm here. Can you listen to me? You know, and sometimes it's just a case of putting your heart your hands on your heart and just literally feeling your heartbeat and just the experience of feeling your own heartbeat you know your heartbeat doesn't stop beating ever yes when you pass on yes but in this life your heart is continually working for you working for you to keep you alive and obviously life is beyond the physical body but with all this chaos that's going on, just remember that the truth really is the mystery. And if you can understand that mystery, then you become one with that. And you see through all illusions. You see the world clearly, as opposed to seeing the world through the many illusions that are projected for us to believe in a lie. And so really being able to master fear is literally our greatest opportunity right now because of everything that's going on. People are confused. People don't really know what's going to happen. You know, uh, we've just gone into a national lockdown and people are scared and people are afraid of each other not everybody but there's a lot of people that are and it's kind of like when you understand that everybody is at their own level of consciousness you can understand why people do what they do and why people have really um outlandish reactions to everything they see in the external realm and they're convinced that the that the news is true and everything they see and everything they read is true without really going within and asking what is true for you. So I think like one of the most important things is to really give yourself that time to really go out of your way to find the right holistic tools for you to help you calm your parasympathetic, wow, parasympathetic nervous system down because we're just being flooded with adrenaline every time we turn on the news and it's not necessarily that you have to turn on the news to see what's going on and I think that that childlike innocence within us gets abandoned and neglected the more that we believe or the more that we accept fear as our reality now that's not to say that we're not going to experience fear of course we are but we're not going to be captivated by it no we're not going to be bound by it 
like fear fascinates me to a certain extent because I'm just like you can see in so many areas of our individual lives where fear has literally it binds us from what we truly want deep down the 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 experiences I can think of one thing there's um I'm doing some filming with a friend next week and um I <laughs> I've never said this on here but I don't it's not that I don't like snakes I have a fear of snakes I find them very beautiful but yeah my friend's got a snake and I, I kind of want to ask her okay I want to master this fear can you let me hold your snake and when it when it comes to the moment of that I always back I always back out of it and it's like well what what there what is there to really fear because it's not the snake that you're fearing or that I'm fearing it's the actual bite and when you can really zoom into your fears and really say out loud what it is that you really fear, it makes it easier for you to see that fear is meant to be conquered. Fear is meant to be transcended in order for us to become who we already are and who we're meant to be. You know, and I think that being able to go into the into the underworld. And um, be able to face the shadows, face our shadows, face our fears. Because what is there to fear but fear itself? We fear ourselves. And that's by no fault of our own because obviously we've gone, we've gone into deep programming, a hypnosis for the first seven years plus years of our lives. And again, that's not, you know, I don't blame my parents and I wouldn't encourage anyone to blame their parents, but have forgiveness as much as you can in your own heart. And forgiveness is a process, you know, there's a lot of anger that we, we also need to work through um, when we've forgiven our parents for what they did and what they didn't do. And again, coming back to states of consciousness, we always have to remember that our parents loved us the most that they could and our parents act and acted out of a place where that was their current state of consciousness. And I always think to myself, you know, it, your childhood blueprint is really basically shaped around where your parents were at that time in their lives, not even where they are now. That's just where they were then. And in their unhealed wounds in their refusal to really look at themselves and to heal themselves because maybe they just didn't have the tools to. We got caught up in that. And a lot of our anxiety goes back to we don't feel safe. We don't feel worthy. We don't feel like... We are worthy enough to actually just be. And I'm saying that because obviously I've experienced that many times. And just to say that there's nothing that you can't get through. There's nothing that you can't work through. And to be able to go into the underworld and see the depth 
of your own fears. When you master fear, you're unshakable. And it doesn't matter whatever is happening outside of you. You still have that sense of peace within, that calmness. You're centered. The whole world could be shaking around you and you'd just be so still within. Still within because you're rooted and grounded and you've, your, your fears are not triggered by what you're seeing in the external. Because you've dealt with your fears and you've dealt with your triggers. But for those that resist looking at the shadow or resist truly seeing the darkness within, and again, the darkness is not necessarily bad. It's just what's hidden there that we don't want to look at or we don't feel worthy to look at. When these people don't do any inner work, then it's really easy to see how quick people react to things that are going on with the government and politicians and it's people's traumas coming to the surface and you can tell when it's people's traumas because they become so emotionally overreactive if that's the right word it's intense emotion that's been triggered and it's not really to do with what's actually happening in the present moment And it's interesting because, of course, we're going through a step in evolution that it would only make sense to experience anxiety for what it is. Experience your fears without allowing them to overtake you. But we can't... Okay, I'm not going to use the word can't. I personally find it difficult to transcend any fear relating to any childhood experience without actually re-experiencing it. And not re-experiencing it in the sense that you're re-traumatising yourself, but allowing yourself to feel the emotion of that anxiety. Because you, it does feel like it's energy flowing through the body, rising from the base all the way up. When we face our inner demons, we become unstoppable. And we no longer try to shame others for, for what they do in their lives because it's nothing to do with us what other individuals decide to do because everybody's on their own path. And we can have discernment and we can voice our opinion when needed. Um, we can create boundaries, but ultimately our own lives are what is most important in terms of what do I want for my life? Do I want to be bound by fear? Do I want to move forward? Do I want this childhood memory to trap me forever? Do I want to be crippled by anxiety? And it's having the patience and the, the reverence for your own soul and recognising that your own existence is everything. And sometimes when we tend to we hear that we tend to think well now we've now the ego, the false ego has jumped in and now we're comparing ourselves to somebody else because they earn more money they've got a bigger house and it's just like well when that individual passes on 
they're not going to take any of that with them. And it's it's the depth of the soul that's the most important. And it's important to understand also that success is based on how you determine success for you. Because success to me is not necessarily having the most expensive car and the biggest house and a husband and children. All of those things are beautiful. But to me, to me, what success is, is self-mastery. <laughs> is being able to work through childhood trauma that's crippled you and halted you your whole life. Being able to master addictions addiction after addiction after addiction and seeing a list a long list of them being mastered not by self-will but by being able to go to the root of what's causing you to behave in that way and nurture that root and I truly believe if you can get through this period of time where it's just chaos externally and deal with that internally. You're going to be so much more powerful than you've ever been. And I'm not all there. <laughs> I'm definitely more powerful internally than I've ever been. And um, my heart goes out to you if you are experiencing any type of anxiety or anything like that. Depression. Um... None of this is new to me. Um, just honour yourself, beloved. And in the way that you want someone to love you, learn to love yourself in that same way, if not more. Because no one could ever love you more than you can love yourself. Much love to you, beloveds.